Today's podcast is brought to you by SNS Candles. Are you tired of paying out the ear's mouth? You know what? I'm going to stop right there. If you haven't gone to candlesbyss.com yet, I don't know what you're doing. These are 100% soy artisanal candles. I can't say it enough. Soy, zero carcinogens, beach linen, amber noir, very vanilla, fresh coffee. They have everything. If you need a gift, go to candlesbyss.com. Look at them on Instagram first, candlesbyss.com. And check out their products. They're great products. They're doing 25% off right now for local deliveries. You're doing yourself a disservice if you don't check out this company. They're great candles for a great price. SNS Candles. Check them out. Let's go. host at least for now until i get fired or die as always room 138 podcast we're in a special zone this is the first time we've ever released two episodes this close together also first time that we waited like a month to post an episode but hopefully you've been on 138podcast.com you've checked out some of our written content whether that was about uh football whether it was about soccer or the bachelor it's all coming at you, so make sure you check it out. We got a great show for you planned today. It's a normal, uh, generic show, uh, normal format, no no baseball talk today. Uh, but if you have listened to the baseball episode, even if you haven't listened to the baseball episode, go and check it out because you're going to hear two great voices talking about a great sport, and they're also here with me today. Across the table, I have two of some of the, some of the best friends I've made here at Ohio State. Uh, the first one I'm going to introduce made his debut on the baseball episode. Make sure you listen to hear him talk about his beloved Long Island, New York. Uh, but we got Tim Kelly. Tim, say hello. Bada bing. There he is. That's Tim Kelly. You'll hear hopefully a few words out of him uh, later today, not just noises. Um, and then you know his name. You'd probably recognize the voice if you heard it. He's been on every episode? This makes four. Fourth episode um, out of eight. Uh, so half. That's, I'm going to go ahead and say that's about half. It's a good ratio. Great ratio. You hopefully recognize the voice by now. It's Chris Woodcock, everybody. Chris, say what's up. It's a pleasure to be here. It's always a pleasure. Um, so today we got some great topics for you. We're going to do about six topics. And then we're going to do some segments that I'm going to go off the rails and say, these are the best segments we've ever done today. Uh, so make sure you stick around, listen to the whole episode, or at least just skip through most of it if you skip through all of it normally. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and get started with topic number one. Okay, to get us started today, uh, we're going to be talking about something that it's probably affected your life. You've probably had someone come up to you and say, hey, sorry, can't can't go out for drinks after work. I gave up uh, gave up booze for Lent because I know everyone does. Or curse, and they say, hey, don't do that around me. I can't do that. It's Lent. So what we're talking about is Easter and Lent season. Uh, we got 40 days and 40 nights of not doing one thing that you consider a sin, I guess. You're sacrificing for Jesus. Uh, Chris, you're a very devout person. What did you give up for Lent this year? This year, I, I, I didn't give anything up. Um, so you gave, to, up, gave up sacrifice for no, Lent. You could say that. That makes me sound like a bad Catholic, and I like to think of myself as. Um, you're an Easter Catholic, a Christmas Catholic. Maybe? It's, it's a stretch. Anyway, maybe 2010 two, Easter. That's, Easter that's, that's a better description. Two years ago, I um, 
I actually gave up pop and it, soda it's for not every soda. I gave up I gave up pop um, two years ago for Lent and uh, soda. I've actually stuck to it pretty good. Um, so you you haven't you went ahead and did Lent for three years? <laughs> not not so much. I I I feel the lasting effects of it though. Okay, I, I don't, got it. I don't order just pop the at shakes. restaurants anymore. Okay, soda. Yeah, pop. Tim, not a big Lent guy. I probably haven't gave anything up since probably probably. Probably 2010, I'd say, is last time okay, I've so given big, something up. Big 2010 was a big year for uh, off-and-on Catholics, it sounds like. <laughs> I was an altar for six years, so I think I get a pass, you know. I was I was holding the cross out there. Okay. Big Irish Catholic guy. Roman or Irish? For you. Uh, I'll go with Roman. Probably Roman. Yeah. I don't think. I, I have Italian family. Woodcock isn't a very Irish name. I'm big RC. Big RC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, myself... Um, I did not give up anything for Lent. Um, I'm a mixed blood. I got half, <laughs> half Presbyterian, half Catholic, shade toward the Protestant side. Uh, you stand up less during those services, and, you know, I'm a big sitter. Um, so, I don't know. I, I haven't been to church in a while, but I, I like to, I, I'd like to say that I gave up being lazy for Lent, even though I slept in until noon yesterday, and I had a meeting at 930 that I didn't go to. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> next topic okay for topic number two uh talking about something that a lot of people have been talking about uh the movie get out uh so obviously jordan peele comes out with this horror slash thriller got some racial undertones to it but big story is 100 percent on rotten tomatoes until uh one person came around and messed that up i guess same guy who ruined toy story 3's uh perfect rotten tomato score first off i want to say i'm not a huge rotten tomatoes guy I normally go IMDb as my go-to rating for a movie, but I, I understand Tim has seen the movie. Chris hasn't. So Tim, does it live up to the hype? Try to avoid spoilers, I guess, but I think it definitely lives up to hype. It's worth seeing. I mean, it's not really a horror. You're not going to be like, ew. Or, uh, it, I'm not a slasher guy. And for the yeah. most part, I don't do horror. So I mean, it was pretty hysterical too at points. It, it move it along. So yeah. So I knew, I mean, obviously Jordan Peele is going to do some comedy, but when you're, when you, say to me hey do you want to go see the really racially charged thriller i don't go oh yeah i hear that one's full of laughs but um <laughs> i mean that wasn't a joke but i mean I seriously <clears throat> i just don't do horror films in general yeah i was talking to um hank hasn't been on has he no i was talking to jack's friend hank the other day um friend of we the were, program friend of the program hank and we were talking about movies and he said the movies i like are the movies that make me feel something and Hank's a big movie watcher. He likes um, watching like Oscar nominated. My, my friend Hank is undertaking watching every single Best Picture nominee of all time, and he's seen about half of them, over half. At yeah, this he's point. doing pretty good. But I just don't do horror. I think I could count on one hand the amount of like movies you could classify as horror. The one movie. I will. You, I'm going to bring this. So up. you say you don't know them or you don't watch? I them? I don't watch them. Okay. Consciously don't watch. Because you just said you can't name five horror. Movies. No, I said I can't count on one hand the amount of horror movies I've seen. That could be classified. as Agree horror. to disagree. Of what you so, said. the one movie it was with Daniel Radcliffe, Lady in Black, Woman in Black. Oh my god! That, that I one shit my pants. Okay, so that. the difference is that one's not that horrifying. It's there, also fiction. Well, there are jump get out. There are jump scares in it, but yeah. I'm not a jump scare guy either. Yeah. I'll watch a movie that is like creepy i guess you can say like i'll watch a creepy movie i'm really excited about it's called like in the night it has joel edgerton in it but the trailers look really good the poster is really creepy 
I'll see it. I plan on seeing Get Out. It's just I, I watched Halloween when I was like eight years old, and it's. I mean, I have still have nightmares that involve. Mike I was Myers. Um, Mike Myers from Shrek. That is. I was. Uh, no going, I was going. I was going through Netflix the other day, and I saw the movie Signs, and that was probably the first. Would you classify that as horror? Signs is not a horror movie either. It's a thriller. M Night Shyamalan okay. movies are not horror movies. I don't know what you just said, but M Night Shyamalan. Uh, I don't know what that means. Oh my! Do you know what that means? Have you never seen The Sixth Sense? No. He's a director. No. Well, anyway, he just did uh, Switch or Twitch or for whatever. The, for it was the longest called. time, that was whatever. the scariest Splits movie I've ever seen. So that is, it literally has Joaquin Phoenix in it. How scary can a movie with Joaquin Phoenix be? Another name that I, it's just not. Oh my! It's not. So obviously you're not a movie guy at all. I'm, so no, no one should trust your opinion. My type of movie is a movie I don't have to work very hard. Uh, so to wait, watch. I want to go back to Tim for a second. Should the can the average person expect to walk into this movie and like it? I think so. I mean, you you got to have the mindset that you you want to think a little bit and kind of the whole racial undertones. I mean, if you just come come at it at a high level, you're not really going to get too much from it. But it is a good thriller. It makes you think. I really liked it. Okay, so we're going to give Get Out five bags of popcorn. Would Donald Trump like this movie? So I saw La La Land. Okay, the other day. yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I figured. Okay, let's go on to topic number three. Okay, for topic number three, uh, I'm going to switch to sports here. Um, NFL free agency obviously started the other day. Adam Schefter's favorite time of year goes on camera with. Six cell phones. Um, what? Who sings the phone song? The phone song. I got two phones. One for Mort and one for Ian Rappaport. You think they talk? Mort and no. You think Rapsheet and Schefter talk? Oh, big. There's time. no way. The trade secrets. Sources. Sources are telling me. That's a good point. Okay. So anyway, Brock Osweiler, quarterback, the ship. quarterback for the um, Texans. Wrong. At the top. Shut your mouth. <laughs> He's painting the picture. Signs this huge deal last offseason with the Texans. Terrible deal. Everyone knows it. Has a really shitty season. Sucks in the playoffs. Tom Savage comes in. Seems to be the guy in Texas. So what they do is they ship a second-round pick and Osweiler to the Browns. And here's the kicker. The Browns send nothing to the Texans, but they traded picks with someone else, didn't they? No, the way the trade worked is this year – they swapped their fourth and sixth round picks. So the Browns had a fourth round compensatory pick. Um, I from forget, who? I f- it was compensated from the NFL for losing oh, okay. somebody. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was for losing Alex Mack, maybe. Okay. And here's the real kicker. The Browns may freaking cut this guy so that they don't have to pay – or they'd pay him 16. Is that what he's due? He is guaranteed 16 this year. Um, but if they cut him, they don't owe him anything after this year. So the cap hit would be 16 this year and nothing That's else. right. So, if they cut Brock Osweiler, is he the worst player in NFL history? If he can't, if he, as a quarterback, if he can't get his name on the jersey, he may be the worst quarterback in NFL history. There, the, what he's referring to is the jersey with all the Browns. You got some bad names on there. There are some really, really. Seneca Wallace. Seneca, Seneca Wallace is probably top six on that list. And that's, that's just telling you what the list is like. There are two McCowns. To both the fact that there are two McCowns and no Osweilers. Okay, so we got quarterback expert Tim Kelly's going to strap on the Sabermetrics advanced stats helmet and tell us why this is either true or not. He's definitely not the worst quarterback out there, and he definitely would be an upgrade at some places, I believe. Now I'm pulled up stats a little bit. Big stats guy. He's got Huge he's got 26 touchdowns guy. to 22 interceptions last season. Oh, a career. He was 15, 16. 
career, this guy. He's thrown 26 touchdowns and he gets paid $16 million a year. Have your kids throw some balls around the backyard. God damn. What am I doing? This. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. I think, uh, you know, maybe different offense, different t- uh, team. I think he could be all right. I mean, what team? Name a team. Bucks? Eh, never mind. They don't need a quarterback. Um, uh, Jaguars. Big Geno Smith guy. That's my place for him. Yeah. For her here first. So, uh, Jets, I don't think Osweiler's an upgrade for whoever the Jets can get. Yeah, he is. But I think that they have a real shot at getting Cutler, is my point. I have heard the Jets come up as trade partners with the Browns. For? For Osweiler. That's where I heard the third. We would that's have to, give, heard the third, would have to I, give up nothing. That's where I, I would heard take the, him no, That's where I nothing. heard the third round price tag. That's insane. It's from the Jets. Highest paid contract for a running back this season is for a fullback. Really? Mike Allstott? Koslowski or something <laughs> from the Ravens. Oh, no, I know, who, I know who you're talking about. Fantasy God. Bills signed two fullbacks. Bringing it, bringing it old school. <laughs> They're going to bring the wishbone back. <laughs> bringing the wishbone back to Buffalo. Who's their coach now? They have some guy who's coached like some ball guy named McDermott. Big football guy. Big. Doug <laughs> McDermott sh- shaved his head. Bill's bringing a guy with a shaved head, last name McDermott, gets rid of the pool and video games, and signs two fullbacks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy means business. Yeah, uh, Tyrod Taylor's probably not going to be their quarterback next year. Why? He signed an extension. Because he's a mobile quarterback. <laughs> okay, this was a viral video that came out uh, last week. We're thinking, I'm saying these kids are probably in second and first grade. Uh, playing basketball, fast break, or at least whatever an eight-year-old fast break looks like. These kids are moving, and then the kid turns around, and we'll put this video up on the website, but the kid gets the ball and just sprints to his basket. So first off, the refs should have called a backcourt violation, man. They didn't. But essentially, this kid's lining up a layup on his own basket, and the coach, who's suited up, he's wearing a dress shirt, (laughs) he comes over and just stuffs this kid. And I have coached youth basketball before. I coached third and fourth graders. None of them tried to pull anything this dumb. But I can't say that I don't support the coach. I think I would have done the same thing if I was in his position. I guarantee that guy gave a rant about participation trophies after that game. (laughs) He rounded up the parents and goes, let me tell you something. We don't get participation trophies in my program. 100%. And uh, it should be noted, too. This guy doesn't just swat the kid. He bodies him up. This kid hits the hits the hardwood. He gets a hip from the coach as he swats him. I don't know. I, 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 I've been on a team where a kid has scored in the wrong basket before. Back in on purpose because this a, kid was trying to do it on no, purpose. not on purpose. This okay. kid was just so con- he was confused. All right. And the rec league I played in when I was younger, CYO. I did not play CYO. All right. Um, big Catholic guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, this was pre. This was post. You're really post 2010. You're pre Saint Peter's listening, man. This was pre 2010. Um, there were some kids that were absolutely hopeless, and like I watched a couple of my younger sister's games this year, and there were some girls on her team. These kids are. She is in seventh grade. Okay, so like. 13, 12. 12, 13. Got it. There were some kids that just looked apathetic. They were only there because their parents, their parents threw them in the too. car. I'll say this much. 
Um, I think it was in ninth grade, the eighth, eighth, ninth grade league for my Optimus Basketball League. A kid, big kid, smart kid. He was not that confused. I don't know how it happened, but he's boxing out a free throw. He's the first one closest to the basket, gets it, and just out of pure muscle memory, puts it right back, puts up. It right back yeah. up, scores on his own basket. It, it's, I can see that, but this kid literally ran to yeah. his hoop and tried to score. Had a fast break on his own hoop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So there were some, there were some times when I would play FIFA when I was younger where if I was playing against the computer, I would go down. If they would score on me, I would go into the options and select sides, grab the ball, and just run it into my own net to catch up. You're the up. worst type of person. I feel like that's You're kind of a similar situation. You'd score on yourself but you using the other by team. By switching. Absolutely. The thing is, though, the way they counteract that is you didn't get an achievement for that game, which I'm happy about. This was on, this was on my original Xbox. I, there were no achievements. I didn't know that. All right, next topic. <laughs> okay, for our next topic, uh, this one was shocking. So a picture comes out. Sierra posts this picture, I'm guessing, to Instagram. I don't know. I, I saw it in an article. But she posts a picture with her. Uh, she's obviously pregnant with Russell Wilson's son. Uh, Russell Wilson, I guess you can say, is in the picture. But essentially, everyone is naked in this picture. Sierra is standing there. She's holding Future's son. Little Future. Her son from a previous uh, they call engagement. Him, they, they call him Little Future. They do not. They do. Russell Wilson calls the, his son from yeah. a different marriage. I, I, believe, I believe so. I think that's his name. Oh, my I God. think that's his name. <laughs> is Future's name Future? No, but I think the kid's name is Future. Oh, my God. I think so. so anyway, she's Sierra's holding this kid. His butt is, like, kind of exposed. All you see of Russell Wilson is his hand on Sierra's stomach and his arm. The rest of his, his head is completely out of the picture. So what I want to know is, one, where did they take this picture? Like, they didn't just go to fucking Macy's and to the portrait aisle and get this. And two, how did Russell Wilson approve this pose? How did he go, yep, this is how we're going to pose? This is the same guy that, like, publicly, like, praised his own abstinence. Yeah. He's letting people know that he now has sex, that his wife is pregnant, and he's a good, wholesome, maybe Catholic. He he's did. a good, wholesome, wholesome Christian and took Little Future under his wing. It's his family. Do you remember there was a picture that came out where he was, like, in, like, army gear and there's like boxes next to him and it was like touchdown oh my footballs God. yeah and he was like sweat from my competitors in in like a water bottle like he he actually takes a lot of dumb ass pictures but is this picture as bad as the a-rod making out with the We're making picture? out with himself i'm gonna go ahead and say yes no way Ev because everyone knew a-rod loved himself everyone knew that a-rod was an ass so when it came out people were just like oh look what freaking a-rod did again but this is honestly russell wilson reaching new levels of just his publicist at least he's with his family or something like a-rod's flexing flexing in the mirror the ones of him himself. like flexing and making out with his own mirror image is that's messed up that's messed up a-rod future's real name is navadius what's his son's name future his son's name is future his son's name is well, actually what's navadius's last name navadius demon wilburn so, do you think he goes by Future Wilburn or Future Wilson? You think the, the kid's name is Future Wilburn. Yeah, but do you think he goes by his current father's name or his, his 
biological. I think it's probably, probably biological. Yeah. That's my guess. Has anyone been, been up to date on uh, Scotty Pippen's wife in future? Oh, my God. That's a, that's a good story. <laughs> she she cheats on Scotty Pippen with future <laughs> and then comes out and says, I accept his apology. There's one word that to describe this situation. <laughs> oh, no. Big cuck guy. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Big what? <laughs> okay, so we got a big topic. We got some opinionated NBA fans at this table, and there is a milestone that came down last week, and it was uh, Dirk Nowitzki scores his thirty thousandth point in uh, his NBA career. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Six people, including him, have done this. I think it's six, including him. Six, including yeah. him, have scored thirty thousandths. We're talking the. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, Kobe Bryant's, um, overrated, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Well, here's the crux of our argument. He reaches 30,000. I definitely, I'm not arguing that Nowitzki is not underrated because I think playing in the era that he did, people will always take Tim Duncan over Dirk Nowitzki. But the question is, is Dirk Nowitzki a better talent than Kobe Bryant? I think you are going to have to play devil's advocate here. Because I think there may be some, there may be an agreement on this side of the table. I would take Dirk over Kobe any day of the week. Here's the difference. I think Kobe, knowing Kobe's personality, despite, you know, people thinking that he may not be a good teammate, I think Kobe, if you take a generic team, let's take like a shitty team like the Charlotte Hornets this year. If you put Kobe on that team, I think they're better than if you put Dirk Nowitzki on that team. Because I think regardless of the era of NBA, I think a scoring guard who can get you 50 points if you wanted to every night and can average you 28 is a better player than a power forward who can average you 20. I think I think I, it, it's like the catcher's discussion that we had. I think you have to – Listen va- to the baseball episode if you have You have to value different things in different positions. Yeah, no, you certainly have to say, I would rather take 28 from a guard than 20 from a power forward. Especially Those, especially in the era where they started. You're there, not, there apples to or, or not apples to apples here. There weren't a ton of seven-footers that could chuck up three-pointers like Dirk could. That's true. And, well, here's the thing, because Dirk Nowitzki certainly worked on his game too. Kobe came in and dominated from a young age. And Dirk took a couple years to really get to where he was – and then, you know, people will say Kobe was helped by having um, Shaq, and obviously those good teams. The best years of Dirk Nowitzki's career was when he was playing side-by-side side with Steve Nash. And if you say differently, you're wrong. Yeah, but if you look at the 2010 team that won for the Mavericks, that, that team had nobody on it. I mean, yeah. Jason you had Ty- Terry Jason was Jason Terry. Good. I mean, Jason Kidd was there. Tyson Chandler. But come on. Kobe, Chan- a good young Chandler Parsons. Mm-hmm. Kobe has played with some greats. And when the team... Honestly, he's only played with two greats in their prime, in my opinion. Robert Ory and Shaq. Pau Gasol was dominating the league when he was at his peak. That's true. That was a big trade. Yeah, you're right. But to be honest, that was Kobe's team when they won. When they beat the Celtics and went back-to-back-to-back, that was Kobe's team. Here's the thing with Kobe. Back-to-back. When things are going good... Kobe's great for you. Yeah. When you have a good team and go, go score 30 points, great. When that team starts to fall apart a little bit, it, is Kobe really making anybody on the team better? Well, here's the thing. I don't think that, like I said, I don't think necessarily Dirk Nowitzki makes your team as it's a, 
reasonably enough better than Kobe would to pick him over. I think he challenges the defense more than Kobe would. I mean, you, you can't just throw any power forward to go guard Dirk in his prime. So it really makes the defense have to adjust their lineup for them. Meanwhile, Kobe, I mean, yeah, I'm not you're saying, always going to have someone to you're, guard. You're always going to have a, go- six, a guard to cover Kobe. Yeah. Like maybe not well, but you'll have a guard out that's there. That's true. There, that's that is no. That's very true. I I don't think I'm changing my stance. I think I would rather take Kobe uh, to improve my team. If you gave me the choice between the two, um, I assume both you're Dirk. All I have to say is, James Harden knows early 2000 teams and they still win the finals. There are a lot of guys in today's NBA that you could put on Kobe's. There are also finals. a lot of guys in today's game that you could put on Dirk. No, I'm saying there's a lot of guys in today's NBA that you could put on Kobe's finals championships team, team or and finals they teams, and they'd still win. Kawhi Leonard, probably. Russell Westbrook, probably. James Harden, probably. Yeah, I still, I still there, think there aren't there aren't a lot of guys that uh, can emulate. Here's the thing, Dirk Nowitzki's You game. have no idea if Ka- you know Kawhi because Kawhi has done it on that stage, but you don't. You have no idea if Russell and Harden can because they were not up to the challenge. That's that's a fair point. And they were also the second and third best player on their team at the point at that time. Um yeah. You know. So right. I don't know. So I think we're split jury here, but I would I would certainly take Kobe over Dirk and I think we got Dirk the other side. All right. That's it for topics. Uh we're headed to segments. Okay, um What? NFL network draft analyst Mike Mayock has emerged as a candidate to become Washington's general manager. Dude, they fired their GM the day free agency started and blamed it on him relapsing into alcoholism. Did you hear about the president, too? Apparently, they had, like, this ready to go that he relapsed with his alcoholism. And then they were like, all right, if we ever need to use it, we'll whip this out. That is so fucked up, because that's probably true. Okay, first segment here is sponsored in part by the creative maniacs over at the taco bell test lab so i recently had my first bite of a naked chicken taco r.i.p uh chalupa similarly naked chicken chalupa it's already gone it's already gone and then i also tried the triple double crunch wrap so i'm a taco bell guy through and through i love taco bell i will try most of the things that they do but this naked chicken taco which was essentially a piece of fried chicken curled up and it had just had normal taco stuff in it, it or chalupa stuff in it. And Taco Bell has done some messed up shit. And they have made some Franken tacos. Chris is a big taco guy. So I want to ask you this question, Chris. What would Taco Bell have to do to turn you off? I don't know. Most of the shit that they put out looks pretty good. And it obviously works because they keep doing it. I think part of the intrigue is the limited time. Like the Naked Chicken Chalupa was probably only there for three weeks unless they rolled out something that looked i'm gonna list off some things i want you to tell me if you'd eat them or not yeah venison taco yes ostrich taco no it's a beef taco but the shell is made of uh, like the taco meat that they just crust up with like breadcrumbs so it's essentially beef taco shell probably taco probably you would yeah probably something that's only sour cream in a tortilla <laughs> no. I'm sure you can probably order that. I'm sure you can probably order that from Taco Bell. Okay, this is the last one. A Crunchwrap Supreme. Okay. But inside the Crunchwrap Supreme are four other Crunchwrap Supremes. 
mini or miniature ver- it's the russian nesting <laughs> supreme <laughs> how much how much damage is this doing to me money wise money wise 14 dollars. probably once <laughs> that's someone who <laughs> you're whipped by taco bell tim big big taco bell guy i i never do you eat fast food uh yeah, I, not like Taco Bell though. I, I like well, that's pretty demeaning because we just talked about how much we liked it. I I feel like I hate myself twenty seconds after I eat any of it. That's not the point. So everyone hates themselves after they eat Taco Bell, and I hate people that use that as an argument. If you're gonna eat any fast food and assume that you're not gonna hate yourself, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Get get a salad from somewhere, and you'll probably hate yourself either way. I'm saying go balls to the wall. If you're gonna eat fast food. Just eat Taco Bell. It's the best. It's so good. Um, I'm going to debate that and say the best fast food place is Arby's. Oh my! It's no. a little expensive. The beef and Chad. Oh my god! I love. Oh, it's a little. My friends and I at home love Arby's. It gets a little expensive. Two words: curly fries. Oh man, curly fries with the uh, Arby sauce. I hate Arby sauce. See. Lost in the sauce. I've had Arby's once, How? and I thought that I had to go to the emergency room after like 10 minutes. Honestly, if you have any sort of like constipation out there, save money. When, when you, Get a beef um, and chat. When you brought up the venison taco, they were actually uh, rolling out a venison sandwich in upstate New York. Wow. Yeah. I'm a trailblazer here. That means. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting the venison thing. There you go. Who knows? Call him up. Talk about Taco Bell if you're listening. Oh my! All rights, <laughs> all rights to Jack Mellon. One thirty-eight podcast. Okay, next segment. All right, for this segment, we're gonna be referencing something that came out in the Twitterverse this week. Arian Foster, newly retired NFL running back, or did he retire last year? He retired like eight games into last season. Okay, so fret, somewhat newly retired running back goes on Twitter, claims he can beat a wolf in a fist fight. So. That got us thinking, because I don't think I could beat a wolf in a fist fight. Absolutely not. Mostly because wolves don't have fists. They have paws. So it would just be a normal fight. In a battle to the death, the wolf will 100% lose to Arian Foster. In a battle to the death. Wrong. The wolf, Arian Foster summed it up Have you seen the movie perfect. The Grey? He summed it up perfectly. They, we have thumbs. They don't. At the end of the day, he, the, the wolves... They get, also have... Three inch incisors, and we don't hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, the wolf is gonna bite you. That's the only thing. At at, once it bites you, bite back. No, (laughs) you get those burly hands, and you go in for the kill. (laughs) You get that thumb. You're so wrong. No, no, okay. So, here I don't because we could go back and forth for a day and a half and not know the answer. I'm going to throw some animals at you guys, and you get maybe 10 seconds to say yes or no and defend your reason why. And I'm going to give you an animal. You tell me if you think you could beat it in a fist fight, and if you would, because some of these are going to get a little morally questionable. Oh, God. All right, first one, large snapping turtle. No. I, uh, and by large, I mean he pr- his shell's probably like f- three feet long, like a big tortoise. Do I get weapons? No. All right, yeah, uh, no, the it would retreat into its shell for protection, and okay, if well, I went no, after it, it would just Here's the thing, snap. too. Arian Foster said, if you think I'm not going to have a gun or a knife when I encounter a wolf, you're wrong. So I guess you can have weapons. I'd punt that thing like 300 <laughs> <laughs> yards. 
As it, so a snapping turtle can bite like your arm off, right? That's yep, what I'm it, assuming. You ever see the episode of The Office when Kevin runs over the turtle? Yeah. I'd take like a sledgehammer to the oh, shell of the turtle. The skull. And then you can like, try shell. to glue it back together and then drop it in the water. But <laughs> it's a turtle, not a tortoise. Yeah, tortoise is what Turtles we're can about. swim. Tortoises can't. They're land. That's right. A little, little factoid for you. Hey, right, ready? This one is recently got me thinking because of the Cincinnati I also w- I would kill the snapping turtle. Baby hippo. This thing probably weighs 85 pounds and is like in the water or on land. They're am- amphibious, right? Premi? No, Premi hippo or regular? No, baby this hippo? is like. Have you seen the hippo that was just born in? Yeah, Cincinnati? Fiona. Yeah, you're fighting Fiona current like today. Oh my! Fiona's like 50 percent health. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Fiona's like not healthy. Fiona was born like months get premature. That, get that thing to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think it is? A zoo. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> And get her to a vet. <laughs> Wait, ready? Yeah, I could take Fiona out. I wouldn't because she's adorable. Ready? Shetland pony. A what? Shetland pony. <laughs> Little Sebastian. Oh. <laughs> Wait, are you, Bye. How do you picture? What is it called? A Shetland pony. A Shetland pony. I could. How the hell do you spell that? S H E T T L A N D. I probably could. That's probably wrong. Kill a Shetland pony with my hands. I don't think I'd want to. <laughs> this, this thing's getting dumped. <laughs> this, this thing we got a bow to the face. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, we're getting a little serious here. Ready? 18 foot python. No and no. 10 foot python. We'll make it a little easier. No. I, I don't Why? think I could. Snakes don't even have arms. You're saying we can beat wolves because they don't have thumbs? Snakes don't have arms or legs. Snakes, like, swallow alligators. I'm not an alligator. That is wrong. A 10-foot python could not swallow an alligator. I'm pretty sure they do. Okay. Like the Amazon boa constrictors? Ready for it? Wait, do you say yes or no? That one I need a weapon for. Bear hands, no way. Okay, here's the last one that we're going to do. And this one is serious because it came out recently. A normal human-sized male kangaroo in his no, turf, Australia. No. Didn't you see the guy who punched it in his face? Yeah, I, I think I could do what that guy did. He but literally just walks up to him, punches him in the face, and he walks away. You ever away. see the claws on those things? They have claws? Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought, uh, I guess, yeah, they have nails, yeah. Taking that thing in the ring. Do the kangaroos have large talons? Do the kangaroos have large talons? Nah, but that thing, that thing, would, that thing would knock me out, probably. <laughs> okay, uh, last segment. Uh, do a quick little... Ooh, a quick little underrated. Okay, last segment we're doing is most underrated. <clears throat> I'm going to start us off. Uh, most underrated video game, in my opinion, is the first Wii Sports. The Wii Sports with just generic bowling, golf, baseball, tennis... You could play that shit for hours and not get enter- not lose entertainment value. Go. I hope everyone's sitting down and listening. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop some truth on you. What you've been hearing about Jay Cutler is wrong. He's by far, by far, the most underrated quarterback. Dare I say in the NFL now or ever in the NFL now? <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm gonna Bada go. Bing. Most underrated topping, apple butter. Everyone loves it, and when apples are in season and when you're apple picking, everyone loves it. But let's get apple butter in non-apple season. I will say this about apple butter. when you go, The only place I've ever encountered apple butter 
maybe we'll get some today at uh, Grandpa's Cheese Bar on the way back to Cleveland. Um, the only place I've ever encountered is Bob Evans, and the apple butter at Bob Evans sucks. Damn it. I hate when people make bad apple butter because you're screwing up the thing for everyone else. <clears throat> I'm going to get you guys a little pissed right here. I don't think I've ever had apple butter. I don't even know that's, what you're talking no, about. That's fine. That's yeah. why it's underrated. It's underrated. That's why it's underrated. I will say this. Uh, I'm going to go my my most underrated. I'm going to go off of your Wii Sports. The most underrated game in Wii Sports is boxing. Oh. The boxing? You don't play boxing a ton because you never have enough nunchucks for everybody? Yeah. Well, you boxing is really people. Boxing is do, great. You only need two nunchucks. That's fair. But it also... Raise your hand if you broke a sweat doing Wii Boxing. There's two of us raising our two hands. Two of us are raising our hands. Guess which ones? The big sweaty guys. I, 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 never, really <laughs> played, I never really played Wii Sports. I'm going to go this one. Most underrated band currently. Matchbox 20 if they're still making music. I would not Rob Thomas. I think Rob Thomas is overrated. And I How think can Matchbox you call him underrated is, now? But not know if they're still making because I they're underrated. I mean, they could they could drop an album. You think if Rob Thomas? No, not Rob Thomas. Matchbox Twenty released an album. No one will buy it because you're wrong. Why doesn't Lana Del Rey get the love she deserves? Lana Del Rey is slightly underrated. No, you're wrong. She is not in the national discussion. Quick over. When was the last time she came out with a good song? Love. It's like just came out. Quick overrated. Someone's wearing a t-shirt at this table with the most overrated show of all time. I love it. It's a sitcom. Most overrated show of all time. Folks, what is it? It's Friends. Seinfeld. Fre- oh, wait, no. Friends wrong. is the most overrated. No, wrong. 100%. Friends has one joke, and every episode revolves around that one joke. Underrated. What's the one joke? We have a bunch of good-looking people we in New York. We were on a break. We have... <laughs> We have sexual tension in our friend group. Okay, ah. quick Ross impersonations. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Marcel, don't do that. It's Dr. Geller. <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> okay, that segment was called Bad Ross Impersonations. <laughs> this isn't one of those 90s workout videos, but we are going to tie bows to this episode oh. right here. Do you do Tybo? I'll give you five dollars if you can name me the person who leads Billy. Tybo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Billy Johnson. Billy Blanks. Damn it! <laughs> um, Billy Blanks <laughs> shooting blanks today, maybe. Come on! Oh God, it's going this off the. Fa- r- this is family. Like, this is G-rated. like a retired train. We're going off the rails. That sucked. Okay. All right, I'm getting out of here. Okay, so let's just recap uh, little things we said today. Go to church, do Lent, go see Get Out, Brock Osweiler sucks, swat kids when they're about to score on their own hoop, Russell Wilson, be more of a man, Dirk Nowitzki, is he better than Kobe? I think he's not, but I think he is. Taco Bell can do nothing wrong. Animals that we can fight, no one agrees on, and all suck. And a lot of things are underrated. Jay Cutler. Uh, That's it. Listen to the baseball episode if you haven't. Tim, it was great having you on. Thanks, guys. I hope hopefully we have you back in the future, Chris. You, we could probably take take a break with you. You've been on a lot. You've been on every episode so far. What, like six? How many have we done? Eight. I've been on nine. You've been on ten. Okay, so you're not gonna hear from Chris probably for a while. He's a perma band for I'll the work, show. I'll work my way back in. Um, check out the content though. Great written content out the last few weeks on 138podcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at room138. If you feel so inclined, send us an email at 138podcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, go to SNS Candles uh, website, candlesbyss.com, 
order a candle today. Send one to someone you love for spring, for love. And also check out the Netflix show Love, which is also kind of underrated. Uh, just came out with season two. Most underrated Netflix original, Love. Stranger Things. Underparts. <laughs> Let's go next. Bada bing. <laughs> okay, that's it. See you guys. Are you calling him dual threat? Oh, he's a... He is surprisingly... Would you call Alex Smith a dual threat quarterback? He is. No, because he, he's uh, shockingly fast. Uh, it, it, what's the word? Surprisingly. No. Surprisingly not. mobile? No. Athletic. Something shockingly athletic? No. This is all he Catches him off guard. He ran a 4-7. Who, Alex Smith? Yeah. That's not that fast. Aaron Rodgers ran a 4-7. Mitch Trubisky went four six seven. You know who That's I'm fast. You know who I'm looking out for? Jamal Charles. Cut by the Chiefs. He got cut. Cut by the Chiefs. Listen, hear me out. Goes to the Eagles. They just got Alshon Jeffrey. Ryan Matthews isn't injury prone enough. They need the guy who tears his ACL every other season. Just check the stats and see who leads in NFL history yards per carry. Jamal Charles. So bad.